and welcome to After All This Time Always with your hosts, me, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Joe Power of this podcast. It's Joe Power! Whoa! Oh, Joe nice. Power's in the room. Oh, producer Hello, Joe. Mate. That's, it's nice to start this podcast without a big insult. Thanks, Tom. Unless that was an insult, of course. How has any of the others been an insult? Uh, I like to f***ing <laughs> in socks. Uh, <laughs> You're morally bankrupt past <laughs> your Dumbledore. Oh, that's, that's true, yeah. I mean, yeah, offensive, but true. Um, what's the show about, Pat? Well, today we're talking about the sixth movie, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. came out in 2009, and uh, yeah, we'll be dissecting surgically. <laughs> Joe Power, yes, content. Mate. Content, right, today we have got Peeves. Yes, yes, we have. A mm. couple of peeves, a couple of uh, grievances to air. Okay, lovely. Uh, we're going to take a little dip into the pensive. What year? 2009. Oh, July 2009, this film came out. Mm. Good. I have some fond memories of that year. Uh, Tom's Riddle, we got another riddle, got Thomas? Riddle, got a riddle. Lovely. Quick quotes quiz, the return. Yeah, as promised, they'll yes. be here. Uh, we're going to have some more hog what? Got a few hogwarts for you. Okay, yeah. lo- is it going to be a, a quiz? It's going, t- back to, it's going back to a quiz format. Last week was format. abysmal. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. We're going to have some morphing time. Yes, yes. Uh, characters that were left out of the film that were in the books. Based, of course, on Morphin Gaunt, who was left out yes. of this, uh, this particular of film. Of this particular film. Uh, and we're going to end the show with my Half-Blood Prince quiz. I've just realised I had the book turned so you could have seen some of the answers there, I Tom. Thank no. goodness for that. I will, uh, I will take your word. Yes. Should we start Please. with some peeves? Yeah. Yeah. Peeves! All right, so um, we were talking about Muggle Quidditch, mm. and someone said, uh, what do they use for a snitch? It's quite interesting, actually. It's quite ingenious, oh, and depending on... You might think this is really clever, or the most stupid thing you've ever heard. <laughs> what they have is they have a player who's not part of the game, he's not playing on any team, who wears yellow, and when he feels like it, or she, they'll run onto the pitch, and ah. they, they're the snitch, and they have a tennis ball in a sock tied to their shorts... Which the Seekers have to try and pull off their shorts. Wow. And that's how you catch the snitch in Muggle Quidditch. There you go. That's quite good. Yes. Uh, I said when Mike was doing his Desert Island Dumbledores, I said that he could use lacquer on a wooden cauldron to stop it (laughs) catching fire. But I'm pretty sure that's not how lacquer works. (laughs) Um, No, it's not. Is Surrey a home county? Yes, it is. But the origin of the term home counties is unknown and no exact definition exists, making their composition a matter of constant debate. Between who? That's what this show... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) This show just constantly, constantly debating big topics. Um, When I introduced the people that helped on the Quick Quotes quiz... A few weeks ago, I said uh-huh. Messers, Messers, Shepherd, Onslow, Godfrey, uh-huh. and Cole. Yeah. And uh, Messers apparently is exclusively male. Is, oh, yeah. really? So, so Hannah should... is not a Messer? No, she's not. I should not have included her in that. And, so um, what would her equivalent be? Do you know what? I had a really hard time finding it. Uh, it like home counties, it seems to be up for debate. Uh, something I forgot to mention about her, um, her quick quote that yes. she sent through... I'll just play it again quite quickly for you. If I can it was the uh, don't it. leave the house quote, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Whatever happens, don't leave the house. Let's hear it. Whatever happens, don't leave the house. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to mention that she sounds exactly like Princess Leia when she's dressed up as the bounty hunter to go rescue her. Oh, yeah. She's she... got that same like croak in her voice. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Brilliant. Impression. Once again, we've started with Star Wars chat in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I actually had five points deducted last week for, uh, or sorry, two weeks ago for my abracadaver joke. You said five <laughs> points from Gryffindor. It doesn't affect the the, the result of the quiz because I still caught the snitch, got a perfect 100. Sure. But it does affect the final score, just if anyone's keeping points. Who? <laughs> um, Bem? Yes. It's an African name, meaning peace. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Lovely. Uh, I want to apologize again for saying that David Thewlis was the drummer. Because I know we have yeah. Tom preempted yeah, the peeve, but there's been some pushback from <laughs> certain people. David Thewlis played a character called Stu, who played the guitar. Yes, he did. And uh, Joe, this one's for you. I, I'm oh. not a fan of the way you cut the uh, the opening of the Quick Quotes Quiz jingle. What? As in what? As in the take? As in yeah. quick, 
Do you want me to keep that in? I, I like that bit because it makes it sound professional. <laughs> so that what follows is even worse in comparison. <laughs> you know what I love about that show? Okay. The, I love about this show is that Pat could have told Joe that in an email. Yeah, he I waited mean, to it on air to air that grievance of saying, that, by the way, mate. That's a text. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't talk anymore. No. <laughs> uh, I've only got the one piece. We spoke about... Um, Thor uh, filming mm. in Greenwich. Um, oh, yeah. We said it's the Maritime Museum. It's not the Maritime Museum, and I agreed with you. It's actually just across the road from the Maritime Museum at the Royal, or the old Naval College. Ah, oh, fair that's, enough. That's where it's uh, all the most of the stuff is filmed in Greenwich, like Les Mis and things like that. Okay, there. excellent. Get your trunks on, lads. Let's take a dip into the All right, 2009. This movie mm. came out 15th of July, 2009. Nice. Um, do you remember much about 2009? What was happening in the world? I, uh, I don't know what was going on in the world. I but know what's happening in my world. What was happening in your world, Tom? The second half of the year, I worked on uh, Strictly Come Dancing as a post-production logger with Mike. Uh, oh, lovely. It was eight to eight shifts. It was either during eight to eight in the day or eight to eight at night. So it's the first time I ever did a night shift. Oh, wow. And that was intense. Yeah. And, and, a, and a logger, for those listening, is like literally you just watch the footage and write down what was in the footage. Yeah, so that tape is then job. logged somewhere. Very, very tedious job. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> it was weird because I would wander around uh, Television Centre at four o'clock in the morning, mm. just pondering around, thinking of all, if only these walls could talk. And then a few years later, those walls started talking. <laughs> <laughs> your wish came true that's stunning yeah. careful what you wish for mate wow. um, I had to do logging uh, I had to log a fishing competition once and it was wow. just so wow. tedious oh my word it was like I had to watch five people sit by a river I, I was basically watching it on fast forward because it was like they were sitting by this river for four hours and I just had to write every time the water like rippled. It looked like they were about to catch a fish. Oh God, it was so dull. 2009 was the year the Codes in the Clouds, I signed I signed my first record deal. Codes in the Clouds' oh, first album came out that nice. year. Very nice. Toured Europe. It was a great year for me. You toured uh, Europe. Toured Europe that year. That was the first time I played shows outside of the UK. It was great. Yeah. You, got, you had a, a fan of Codes in the Clouds get in touch with the show, Joe. Did we? Beardy D. Oh, Beardy, Beardy D, David. yes. Oh, Beardy. so it shows my promotion of my yeah. band yeah. on this just podcast shows, is starting to work. work. I wonder what has happened in the other way. So um, if you've never heard of Codes in the Clouds, uh, if you listen to our uh, theme song, that is Codes in the Clouds' song, Look Back, Look Up. It is, indeed. And um, me and Pat, we're happy to promote Codes in the Clouds on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it does not go the other way. Um, he just put, no question for a change, but just wanted to say to you, Joe, that I had a right old binge of Codes in the Clouds, and you guys are fantastic. Aww. Bloody great stuff, and as a as a company, my commute's perfectly. Oh, thanks, so, Biddy D. well done to me and Pat for increasing Joe's band <laughs> <Yeah>. base. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really a well done to us, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being kind about my band, guys. But yeah, that was a, that was a great year for me. Um, 2009. Do you want to know what else was happening in 2009? I would love to hear everything else that was happening. Not well, that everything, was, actually. I'll take that back. Yeah, well, I'm just Something. Give me three things. Snippets. Uh, that was Swine Flu Ooh. that year. Oh, okay. Um, Nick Griffin was on Question Time that Total year. Total c- uh, <laughs> no, that's fair comment. That's fair comment. Uh, and uh, MPs' expenses scandal came out. And Michael Jackson died. Oh, just oh, yeah, he did. Did you guys have tickets for this? Is it? No, I did. no. But yeah. weirdly, I was at um, I was at Glastonbury when he died. And every oh. you, you, you must have experienced this because this I think this was before I started going with you, Joe. Uh-huh. There's always a, a rumor of a death. Yes, yeah, 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 and it was uh, 2009. Was still just before like smartphones. Yeah, yeah. So you were kind of cut off from the news. So it was quite easy for rumours to spread. And uh, I didn't, I didn't believe he had died until the following morning. All the t-shirt stands were selling t-shirts that said, "I was at Glastonbury when Michael Jackson died." Wow. Oh, yeah. And I was like, "Well, that's really opportunistic, but also kind of." Proof that he yeah, yeah, yeah. he's dead, yeah. well, and, and I, everyone, all the all the acts changed their sets to include Michael Jackson tributes. Really, yeah. I, I I played. A sh- I was on stage when the news came out. I was playing a gig in uh, Newcastle, and we had our own little 
private bar area, just right. like as in a barman, just to like give us our drinks. Um, and I get off stage and I'm like, this is ludicrous. I've just played to 50 people in Newcastle. Where is my personal barman? <laughs> and, and, and he comes back around the corner and he's like, sorry, mate, Michael Jackson's just died. And wow. it was, it was, and it was in mad. the back room. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mate, I just killed Michael Jackson. <laughs> but it was mad walking, walking out, uh, down like the strip in uh, Newcastle, a place that I've only been to once that night, mm. uh, and every club playing a different Michael Jackson song. Yeah. Uh, so, right, guys, what are your first memories of seeing this film? Well, uh, I went and saw it with my brother and my sister, mm-hmm. and um, I wasn't happy with how much they signposted Snape's true intentions. Right. Uh, like that little scene with him and Dumbledore where it's like, has it ever crossed your brilliant mind that I don't want to do this anymore? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my sister didn't pick up on any of that. Wow, yeah. okay. And she also couldn't believe Dumbledore was dead. She was like, he comes back though, right? He's got to come back. And she's never watched like Lord of the Rings. She doesn't know Gandalf comes back. She's never watched Star Wars. She doesn't know Obi-Wan can still right, help you out yeah, afterwards. Yeah. She, but just her understanding of the story, she was like, yeah, but he's got to come back though. Mm. So, uh, so I, I thought they, they actually did a really good job of that. I was like, I had my initial reservations within five minutes of talking to her. I was like, oh, I guess they actually have made a really good film. And the, the film as a whole, I did really enjoy it. What yeah, did you guys I enjoyed think? it. Uh, first time round, I was a little disappointed. Um, yeah, I think I was the same. I was, a, I, I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah, I wanted more of Voldemort's backstory, certainly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the kids uh, that play Voldemort are absolutely superb. Yes. The little kid and then the teenager. Yes. Just brilliant. <laughs> like, you know, the little kid is uh, Ralph Fiennes' nephew. Nephew, yes. Okay, yeah. good. Hero, I think well, his name is. Do you know what? When I was writing this week's quiz, I was really worried that a lot of the questions would come up uh, just in the chat. And that's mm. one. <laughs> what, hero? <laughs> well, it just uh, who, who played the young Vol- Tom Riddle? It's it, fine. So yeah, whoever but, gets that question, lucky you. Lovely. Um, <laughs> I think everyone nails their parts in this movie. Oh, no, you my absolutely. God. And, and, and you know what I found interesting was that Daniel Radcliffe says this is his worst one. Really? Yeah. He said it in an interview in 2014, apparently. And I you. completely disagree with him, mate. Yeah. Well, I've just lost a Hogwart. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, right. That's one for one. We're even. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I think. I think this is probably Emma Watson's best. I film. think so. Uh, yeah. The bit, the scene with the birds, yep. uh, is is brilliant, genuinely upsetting. But also, I'm so happy for her. That scene where Ron's in the hospital bed, and he's asking for Hermione, and she's just got that look on her face, and she's like, "Shut up!" Like looking yeah, at Harry. Yeah, yeah. I'm genuinely so happy for her. She's yeah, really. And then, and then you get down when he when Ron goes, "How did I break up with her again?" And you realise that you didn't remember it. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. a little bit of a, the do they don't they. Um, Mm. Oh, sure. But um, no, I thought they were both spectacular in this. Yeah. Rupert Green is brilliant under the love potion as well. Yes, yeah. very funny. Really funny. Yeah. Um, I, I first saw this, uh, I was actually working in uh, Cineworld at the time. I'd, I'd taken a little summer job uh, working a couple of days a week, but it meant I got all my films for free. I could just walk in. Lovely, lovely. Uh, but, so I saw this film uh, on my own, Killing Time After a Shift. And I must, I must have seen the last two minutes of this film and then the closing credits about I'd say at least 30 to 40 times <laughs> wow. because the amount of screens it was on and obviously I I was going in and sweeping up all the spilt popcorn and all that yeah. crap uh, after the film but yeah uh, I remember being quite disappointed especially in um, I remember imagining uh, Draco and Harry's fight being really dark in the film and really quite violent and then thinking, oh, it's quite tame in the film. But then watching it back, yeah, it's it was pretty it's brutal. Pretty brutal yeah. I don't know what I was expecting when I was um, 21 years old. Yeah. Hit, like, his actual chest to explode. It, yeah, you wanted Tarantino to do it. We'd, yeah. all, just seen, like, <laughs> yeah. we'd all just seen Kill Bill, I think, came out yeah, that year. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was seeing it as quite tame, but it's, it's uh, actually just perfectly done. New mm. characters. Well, a character that's new, but a new actress is uh, Lavender Brown. She was very, very funny mm-hmm. in her role. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, Jim Broadband. Jim Broadband. Jim Broadband. Jim Broadband. Jim Broadbanters. That's the next uh, segment for next week. Jim Broadbanters. Um, Jim Broadbent, who is brilliant as Horace Slughorn. I mean, he's uh, just brilliant in everything he does, isn't yeah. he? We've already, mm. we've already touched on the two younger Voldemorts who are great. So the start of it is is pretty great, but there is no uh, Dumbledore can 
confrontation of the Dursley. That's a shame. That's yeah, a that massive is a omission because that is one of the best parts in all the books. You're putting that in the chamber. A little bit, yeah, just because it is such a strong part of the book. I like, you know, I mean, the confidence of Harry with, you know, he's clearly getting better looking and then that, the girl. Oh, the waitress girl. Yeah, I I don't mind that. It's not in the book. At Surbiton Station, I might add. Yes. My local station. Does she still work in the CAF? Uh, (laughs) No, I think she's moved on to bigger and better things. But yeah, if if you've seen the Half-Blood Prince movie, I make a... A little pilgrimage to the that location every single day. That's how much Pat loves this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Narcissa is is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Yeah, I, re- I really liked that scene. That scene, the scene which originally opens the book, doesn't it? The the conversation between her and yes, Snape, her her and uh, and uh, Bellatrix as well. Yeah. But I, that scene was judged perfectly. And and Snape's. Oh, I mean, you can't really say anything bad about Alan Rickman, to be honest, but. No, his face in that scene is just perfect. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything to put in the uh, chamber, to be honest. Uh, I got a couple of things to put in the chamber. Um, let's, let's hear them, bud. Well, I suppose this is kind of on the next one. You know, in the book where Harry's like, uh, he hasn't seen his reflection for a while in Deathly Hallows, and then when he sees it, he's like surprised. He's got like a beard, or he's got like some stubble. Mm. Um, and I thought they were like uh, foreshadowing that when Dumbledore says to him, "You need a you shave, shaved, my friend." Right? Yeah. Uh, and then he says, uh, uh, sometimes I forget how much you've grown. And Dumbledore, Harry says to Dumbledore, oh, you look exactly the same as the first time I met you, sir. Bull****. It's a different actor. He <laughs> <laughs> looks nothing like Richard uh, Harris. This is, this is, Gambon is good in this movie. This is Gambon's best movie Gambon's best movie. But I have to say, this is Tom Felton's movie. How, he's so good. That yeah. was something I was going to put in the goblet of fine, is how nice is it to see him have a plot to see, actually, when he's given something to do, he's really good at it. Right. Instead of just being the snarky guy sitting in a tree for some reason, yelling insults at Harry, <laughs> give him something to do, yeah. and he knocks it out of the park. Pat, yep. Do you mind opening up the chamber? Oh, hello. Hashtag get Neville out of potions class. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me he got outstanding in his OWLs at potions? No, nonsense. Absolute. Come nonsense. on, like, come on. Like, but is it, is it grow maybe, up he was fair in... enough you want to fill out the class but don't have Neville in there <laughs> yeah. when you've just had a scene where it says oh well, but I only got E you needed uh, outstanding to get into oh no no they'll take exceeds expectations Neville didn't get outstanding no and Neville didn't have that same conversation where she went oh you got an E well he'll take E and he went, oh okay yeah, he was there before. He was Harry there before and Harry and Ron turned up. So I, mean, I suppose he was invited to the first meeting of the Slug Club and didn't get in. Yes. Is it because Slughorn likes to collect important people when he's aware of Neville's parents? Oh, Maybe that was Neville what I assumed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, it um, it contains uh, Rob Knox, uh, who tragically yeah. died uh, before the movie was, it was made. Uh, the ten year anniversary was last week. Yeah, I think. and wow. um, Rob uh, was from Sidcup, which is very very close uh, to where we live. Um, he was good as Belby. Uh, Cormac yeah. McGlaggen. Mm, <laughs> he's, he's brilliant. I can't <laughs> think of the actor's name, but he is superb. And yeah. that's, it, that was them making use, real use of the supporting characters. Same with Lavender Brown in this movie. Yeah. Where they're not just pawns. They actually go, well, let's actually give them something to do. Which Plus is it, something they never did with Tonks. They never gave Tonks enough enough beef. Or Kingsley, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're kind of just there as, uh, to fill out the numbers when they yeah, turn up for yeah. the fights. Well, they, yeah. they cut out a whole load of uh, Tonk's storyline in this, didn't they, really? Yeah, uh, they, allude, well, they, they allude to the fact that her and um, uh, Lupin have got yeah, together. But, but, they but there's no confrontation there. There's no uh, Lupin. And I would have happily seen more David Thewlis oh, like, having some inner turmoil. Yeah, about yeah. yeah. Um, and, and also because in the book, uh, it's Tonk's is the one that discovers him. Harry on the train after mm. Draco, but in this one it's uh, yeah, Luna. Luna, which is fine. Something else I'm putting in the goblet of fine uh-huh. just before Tom puts something in the chamber of regrets. I love the music in this film. Great, the yeah, score throughout. The, the... There's, there's, there's a great, there's a nice change of uh, instrumentation in this film as well. There's some really nice acoustic guitar bits, which is mm. look, which really stood out to me because it's all been orchestral up until. Oh, that's this like point. the bit where Hermione's upset on the stairs, yeah. isn't it? That bit. Some and, really um, good music in this, yeah. But the the Dumbledore's death music. It's heartbreaking. Mm. And then they play it at the start of the film when you've got the flashback to just after the fight at the Ministry. They're playing that that bit of music and it's just it just yeah. sets a great tone for the rest of the yeah, film. Yeah, actually, I think the only thing that would probably go in the chamber for me was uh, 
the ending, sort of similar to... Similar to Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Similar to Goblet of Fire without... Oh. With it, Will with, we ever? Yeah, no, without the big, <laughs> without the big laughter. Will but we ever have a <laughs> Dumbledore just died, Ron? <laughs> Come on, mate. No, exactly. But they're they're not as uh, distraught as that. And obviously, the whole uh, ceremony thing like, didn't happen. Yeah, the they funeral. didn't have the funeral, which mm. I can under. It's, it was nice the way they did it with raising the wands, but it, yeah, the funeral was so huge in the book. Yeah. They kept the phoenix sort of lament going, but yeah, which was nice, a nice touch. Nice touch, but yeah, it would have been really nice to see the funeral. And I think talking to you after the f- release of the first, the first time we saw it, I mm. remember you had issue with them cutting out the funeral. I think because maybe it was your one of your favourite parts of the book. Well, yeah, it was. Um, it was well, it was kind of a, an Avengers moment. It was like so many different characters from yeah, across yeah. all the books were all in one scene at the same time. Yeah. It was just. Uh, yeah, for the for the sake of seeing it on screen, that would have been really yeah. awesome. Um, they adi- they added on a scene. They added on a burrow scene. Now I uh, love it. Mm. I've got tingles with the burrow scene, which doesn't appear in the book. Um, but I shared a car journey home with a comedian called Rob Deering, and Rob hates it when the films go away from the book. And he said, "I didn't like that scene because there's no jeopardy. Because if it doesn't happen in the book, it can't happen in the film." Which mm. I kind of understand where he's coming from. But mm. for me, I just there was just something about. The burrow not being a safe haven. Oh, one thing I was going to put in the chamber. Um, so Harry's just used Sectum Semper on uh, Malfoy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this book's dangerous. You nearly just killed a kid. Ginny's going to take you somewhere to hide this book so that you can maybe not do this again. Yeah, Now's not the time for flirting, Ginny. <laughs> no, sh- I nearly just killed someone and we need to hide this book. <laughs> he loves the old rumour requirement, doesn't he, old Harry? Yeah. Yeah, the last big fan of it. show in it. So. Oh yeah, same location, of course. I'm confused with the uh, the room of requirement in the in this film. Just isn't doesn't the room of requirement isn't it different to everyone else that goes in it? Yes, but if you're looking for somewhere to hide something, it will appear as a room where you can hide things, and tons uh, of people yeah. over the centuries have hidden sure, things sure, sure. in that okay. version of it. Yeah, right. Okay. Hence that, why that the diadem is in there. Yeah, now, yeah. that yeah. now makes sense to me. God, uh, she's so, a genius. Oh, she's, yeah, JK Rowling's a genius. <laughs> does the, I think when, doesn't the diadem get mentioned like way, way before? I think you uh, isn't it in this book, this, the book version where Harry hides the uh, the Half Blood Prince potions book is next to like a goblin head or something that's wearing the diadem, hmm. and then that's when he remembers. Just let you know, mate. You could have just said Half Blood Prince book. Didn't really need to say potions book. Yeah, but if I say Half Blood Prince book. You we might knew, we think, knew what you meant, mate. <laughs> yeah, but the audience might not. They might think I'm talking about the sixth Harry Potter guys, book, guys, the Half Blood Prince book. Let's not fight. I know, but also I'm just saying the audience won't get why I'm bringing that up. No, uh, no, not until the end. Not, not until, until the end. The end. You, you got... stay and wait. You hear what a petty, petty man Patrick Holland is. I'm not the only one who's thought it. Someone who? else has asked me why does Tom always say after all this time podcast? Who? Who? My boss. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right, listen, guys, you. listen. Just wait for the post. The post credit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I love my job. Please don't fire me. It's <laughs> the only thing I've got. <laughs> yeah. So listen. That's Stop a t- making that's... him log fishing competition. That wasn't him, I, and I'd happily log a fishing competition. <laughs> All right, guys, We're going t- global. We don't need your jobs. Stay <laughs> tuned for the post-credit sequence to see why Tom is being so petty. It's time for Tom's riddle, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Love it. Are you Tom's riddle? My wife is the mother of the ruin of Mother's Plus E. Sun-kissed and jolly as can be, I love all things that differ from the world I know. Whenever I think of family, deeper I shall burrow. Oh, uh, deeper I shall burrow. So that's we was that's Weasley related. Weasley, yeah. Um, what is it? Say it again. Start again. My wife is the mother of the ruin of mothers plus E. Arthur. It is Arthur. Yes. In mate. Bit more Should easy. Three five on it, Pat. Let's from a distance. A, from a distance. I can't. I can't reach you. We just waved at each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with well, a good nice riddle. one, man. Yeah. Uh, Here again. I've got, I've got a couple of uh, smaller ones. Uh huh. Let's do I- it. I'm angry, so angry, and I'll tell you to your face. And if you try to ignore me, I'll shout out to the whole place. 
Oh, it's a howler. It's a howler. Yes. Very good, yes. Hello, young miss. Why don't you tell me your woes? I may try to help, or am I one of your foes? I contain a big secret. Your words give me power. I get slipped in places I shouldn't, and I wasn't found in a shower. Oh. <laughs> oh, let's hear all of that one again. Hello, young miss. Why don't you tell me your woes? I may try to help, or am I one of your foes? I contain a big secret. Your words give me power. I get oh. slipped in places I shouldn't, and I wasn't found in a shower. It's Tom Riddle's diary. It's Tom Riddle's diary. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Three nice riddles one. in a row. Hat trick. No. Hog what? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe said this was his least favourite performance. <laughs> true. Actually, no, false. I think it was Joe that said Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alan Rickman uh, was filled with a nostalgic glee at Dumbledore's death because it reminded him of his own death in Die Hard. I think that's true. Is that? I'm going to say false just for fun. It is true. Wow, that's cool. Like the the big fall from the tower. Yeah, yeah. uh, That's one of his most famous films. It's a great movie. Um, Warner Brothers received death threats for pushing this movie's release date to 2009 when it was originally scheduled for 2008. I know this is true. That's definitely true. true. It's definitely true. Who sent those death threats? To to dear Warner Brothers, (laughs) I will kill you. Unless you release this film based on a book I've already read. (laughs) I mean, does that mean if say if we weren't to release a podcast one week will we get death threats if we miss an episode let's say, never say do like, that say, yeah. Yeah. I don't want a death threat I don't want to let you guys down we, no, could just we, do we what, would never do that do you know what if we miss an episode let's just do what This American Life does and release a, an old episode yeah. <laughs> just hope no one notices make them listen to episode one again <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, then we will get death threats <laughs> it's a good episode it's <laughs> Uh, Bob Hoskins was originally considered to play Slughorn. Yeah, I can see that. I yeah. can see you, that. I'm going to say false, be, though. It, true, I think that would be a Cockney, Cockney, Cockney um, Slughorn. Yeah. I think he could do the voice. It is true. It is true. Mm. I didn't make up a fake one, but I just pretended I did That's to good. make it come across as a game. Next week, I will have actual fake ones for okay, you. Okay, lovely. I, know, I like it. I had fun with that. I especially like the fact that we can just say false, even though we know they're all true. <laughs> <laughs> The illusion of entertainment. (laughs) Well, I enjoyed your Hogwarts, Pat. Thanks, Thanks. mate. Should we have the Quick Quotes quiz? Oh, yeah. I'll do the full theme this time. Thanks, man. Quick Quotes quiz. Jingle. Take four. Quick Quotes quiz. All right, Quick Quotes quiz. As as with last week's episode, we're still doing the Half-Blood Prince. So, so basically, uh, you've taken quotes from the movie and performed them yourself. Yes. I'm going to be playing you impressions of quotes from the movie, and you've got to guess which character okay, their impressions are. I love of. this game. Yeah, All good. right. First one. What a lovely surprise. <laughs> 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 is, that, is that Molly Weasley? It's Molly Weasley. Welcoming yeah. Harry. Yeah. <laughs> it's Molly. Yeah. It's how it should have sounded. <laughs> the thing about Judy Waters is brilliant, but she obviously doesn't get much lines. So when she does get, them, she, like, she will elongate them. Yeah, so, she'll. Uh... Here we go. <laughs> Daddy's back. <laughs> do, you want, do, do you want to just hear that one again? Yes, yes please. That's... I want to hear Daddy's she, back again. She was like, so, uh, so if you could just say, um, "Here we go, Daddy's back," that'd be great. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> that will never not make me laugh now. That's so good. All right, so your second one. Uh-huh. Who's, who's this? What's this cane here then? <laughs> oh, that's um, that's it's Filch saying Filch it to, saying Mal- it to Malfoy. Malfoy. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> What's this cane here then? <laughs> yeah. Again, he doesn't get many lines, so he has to. But he is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, all right, third one. Me nosy. Is he up there with you? <laughs> <laughs> that's um, Ginny. It is Ginny. Again, just after Harry's turned up. That was yeah. before the surprise. Yeah. Oh, I think I'd my best, mate. That's a... another. Someone <laughs> say, so Harry. Me nosy. Is he up there with you? <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't think he's nosy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She shouted up through the stairs. 
It's such a good point. <laughs> me nosy if you're right I was having a conversation with mum halfway up the stairs <laughs> shouting up <laughs> I think this isn't the last one but I think this is my favourite so Mr Davis and Mr Davis that is the girls lavatory <laughs> it's very very good it's very good <laughs> Uh, I know it, but Joe, do you want to take it? It's, um, oh, flipping heck, I've forgotten her name. Come on, mate. Oh, why have I forgotten her name? It's the, t- the it's Minerva. teacher. Minerva. Minerva. Oh, why? It's the, she's wow. from Sister Act. Why have I forgotten her name? <laughs> it's Minerva McGonagall. McGonagall. It is, it is, wow. it is what it was Jesus. <laughs> so I, mean, I imagine she's talking about Roger Davies, who was the uh, the Ravenclaw Quidditch captain. Oh, good point. But is. maybe he would have been finished with school by that point. Well, what's he doing back in school, going into the girls' lavatory? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the... it's a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last one. That's life, I suppose. You go along and then suddenly... uh, Horace Slughorn It is, it is I thought it sounded a bit like Stewie Griffin though Let's let's hear the original Here's how it should have sounded That's life I suppose (laughs) you you go along and then suddenly So that was the quick quotes. I love that game so much. Should we have a bit of morphin time, guys? It's morphin time. See, a couple of big characters uh, Mm. missing from this one. Where where we get the name of the feature? Yeah, Morphin Morphin Gaunt. uh, They excised all those Voldemort flashbacks. Yeah. uh, Besides uh, two, I think, featured in the film. Yeah. Was it, there's there's it was five slug, in the book, isn't there? Slughorn's memory and then Dumbledore's memory the first time he met him. Yes. They're the only two that we get. And there there are some in the deleted scenes. Oh, there. Yeah, uh, the, where he goes to the, uh, the cave. That's in one of the deleted scenes, I think. Although I annoyingly have one of those box sets hmm. that I bought uh, years and years ago. And it's, uh, it's, just, it's, it's, all, it's just all six of the film. But, like, on a lot of them, it says disc one, but there's no disc two. Oh, that's It only gives you the films. That's why, but then it was, like, about four pounds or something I bought it for. Morphin-wise, what's the name of the actor? He's he's a British actor and he's in lots of things. He plays the bad guy in Hancock, Eddie something. Marzan? Eddie Marzan. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Eddie Eddie Marzan would be a good gaunt, or indeed Marlo. Yeah, I agree. Um, he can play those real sort of nitty gritty characters. See, I was thinking uh, Andrew Lincoln, Walking Dead Rick, mm. maybe as a, as a morphin. Um, yeah, that would have been a good shout. I think both are good shouts. Thanks. Let's not have another argument. No, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> who, who else do you think for Marvolo? Because um, I imagine, I imagine, I don't know why, but I imagine him as quite like stick insecty, like quite spindly and and. Like yeah. he's coming out and just ma- maniacally like hammering that snake on the door. Mackenzie yeah. Crook. Mackenzie Crook, yeah. Not, probably not old enough. Not, probably not but old you enough. could age him up. Yeah. But I was thinking, um, what was that new Daniel Day-Lewis film that Johnny Greenwood did the music uh, for? Phantom Thread? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I thought I, th- I, I quite picture uh, Marvolo as um, Daniel Day-Lewis. Plus, if you think that's bad casting... He's one of the best actors ever. He'll be able to do it. <laughs> That's true. He <laughs> could play Marope yeah. well. <laughs> who, would, who would be Marope? I picture like a Carey Mulligan type. Yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah. That's a very good Maxine show. Maxine Peake. Oh, that's also a that, good show. Yeah. Because yeah. that episode of Black Mirror she's in? No. no. Brilliant. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty much just her for the whole, for the whole episode. Oh. She's awesome. Yeah, very good. So, yeah, well done, everyone. We got through that. So yeah, without arguing it with each other. I, th- I think we've done okay. I think. Oh, well, I think our relationship is improving over the course of this episode. Yeah, definitely, mm. I have to say. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> oh, look, we've had an email, guys. 
<laughs> Thank you very much to everyone who's got in touch. Uh, I said I did say uh, in the last uh, main episode that I didn't want to just read out praise that we got. Um, yeah, so let's not do that then. Uh, well, I don't know. I think uh, this is a special case. Um, it's from Maggie Spears. Uh, she says, "Hey guys, good start. Good start mm-hmm. yeah. You know, friendly. Yeah, um, nice. Hi. I love the podcast. Full stop. Ah, that's what brilliant. a start." What oh, a start to an email. That's got to be one of my favourite sentences. I don't even... I, you know what? We don't even need to hear anything more. No, I, that's great. I, well done. I might... I think I'm going to read out the next sentence. Just a four-word sentence. Won't take long. Okay. Joe is my favourite. What? Oh, oh. That's a shame. You're right. Maggie. That is a special case. <laughs> Maggie Spears. Thank you very much. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. I didn't, I didn't know that was yeah. there. That's, yeah. I had no idea it was there. <laughs> uh, for the listener, Joe has highlighted the uh, words, Joe is my favourite. What's the, what, what's the next... She uh, she then says his laugh cracks me up, so that sort of dilutes it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, that's I think that's praise to me and Tom because <laughs> yeah. we're the ones making you laugh. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So I will take that, that comp. That's really yeah. about us, isn't it? Yeah, well done, Pat. Yeah, there you, go. You, you too, mate. Maggie, very well fun. done. Anyway, so she says a few episodes. So she a few says. Episodes <laughs> My name's Joe, and I'm everyone's favourite. A few episodes ago... Sorry, Joe, go on. (laughs) (laughs) You had that coming. Oh, I really did, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. Sorry, back to Maggie. (laughs) A few few episodes ago, you asked if there were any other inconsistencies besides the secret keeper problem. In book mm. two, Ginny is said to have had green eyes. However, in book seven, Harry says that Mrs. Weasley's eyes are exactly the same shade as brown as Ginny's. Ooh, that's, yeah. that's a little inconsistency for you. In book one, Hagrid tells Harry his parents were head boy and head girl in their day. This may be just because I am from America and we don't have prefects, but I would assume that you would have to be a prefect first and then head boy would be chosen from that. Not that's... always the case, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's not... What, what is a, a prefect? Is, is... Sometimes the prefect goes alongside the head boy and head girl, so they would get promoted, they would get at the same time. Right, oh, okay. But in, in Hogwarts' case, they have prefects in the fifth year. Um, so I always, I always thought a prefect was like that person in the class... I don't know, like uh, the RE prefect. If anyone has any questions for the RE teacher, go to the RE prefect and then oh, they'll bring never, the questions forward. never heard that. No. That's, that was just my understanding. I don't no. know. I thought um, prefects were like meant to, you know, they were just, they were an authority below teachers, but if they see kids misbehaving, it's just more authority in the I school. I think like American equivalent would be like a, a hall monitor or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. Are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I only know them from films. I don't know if they really exist. I think we can dismiss um, Hagrid saying it as kind of like, oh, they were head boy and head down a girl. Because remember, he doesn't remember that he went to school with Voldemort. (laughs) So (laughs) his memory is a little hazy. No, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, She uh, she also says... um, uh, Sorry, one sec. Yeah, Uh, he had just revealed to Harry he's a wizard. He's trying to G him up. He's like, oh, your mum and dad, they're a great wizard. Yeah, they've been head boy and head <laughs> Why not? <laughs> just yeah, chucking why not? out, just chucking out statements. Yeah, he's, he's just <laughs> to put it out there. Uh, Maggie also says, uh, my biggest ever peeve with the books Ooh, here we go. is that multiple times it says that hundreds of students go to Hogwarts. That makes no sense. Absolutely only, agree with this. Yeah. There are only eight Gryffindors in Harry's whole year. Uh-huh. Harry, Ron, Dean, Seamus, Neville, Hermione, Lavender and Pavati. Unless Gryffindor is some elite house that is much more selective than other houses there should only be roughly 225 students in the whole school in book three That's when Gryffindor plays Slytherin it says that three quarters of the crowd are wearing scarlet and gold but a good 200 wearing green where are all these people coming from <laughs> By those numbers, there should be 28 Gryffindors in Harry's year sorry for my rant but that has bothered me for years that thanks Maggie true. it's true it's... because the way they select it it's not you know, it's not you have 20 pupils, five in Gryffindor, five in Ravenclaw, five mm, in Slytherin, mm. five in Hufflepuff. You could have a year where technically 100% could be Gryffindor. Yeah. 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 It's not like... That's true. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. There's another issue as well that Mike uh, has brought up before uh, as a teacher where he said um, that it just doesn't make sense. They have... Snape wants the defence against the dark arts job. 
Mm. which means there is only one Defence Against the Dark Arts teacher in a school of, I think, J.K. Rowling. Did, did, uh, did you say in the email how many students there are in total? Well, she, well, she says here that three quarters of the crowd are wearing scarlet and gold, but a good 200 are wearing green, so that would mean 800 students. Right. Sorry, Mike's put his hand up. Michael? Go for it, Mike. Go for it, Mike. Uh, I actually looked this up the other day because there I was go. thinking about this point, um, and there is an interview with J.K. who actually said... There are about a thousand students. Right. Okay. Wow. So it's ridiculous that, that you would only have one div, uh, uh, divination teacher. I know they do get um, Firenze later on in book five, mm. but that's the only class with two teachers. Potions is always one. Mm. Transfiguration. Yeah. It and it, it just seems so impractical in a school of so many kids, like thirty kids in a class at one time, and only about eight subjects. Yeah. Where are all the other kids? Yeah. Where are they, Tom? What uh, have you done? I, I, I just went to say hi to them in the street. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun. I don't want today to end. Well, tough luck, Patty. <laughs> it's time for Joe's quiz. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> About time. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, right. Uh... I, did, I think I gave the call to Tom last time, and I should have given it to you, Pat. So I've, right. I've switched it up, but I'll give it to you. Quite all right. Um, okay. Hedwigs or Wormtails? Hedwigs. It's Hedwigs! Yay! Do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first, please. You go first. Okay. Question one. What bridge in London is destroyed at the beginning of the film? The Millennium Bridge. Now, that is a factual... Error if they're uh, if, yeah, if it's, yeah, if it it's set at the yet. same time as the uh, books, but that, this this was constructed in 1999, the Millennium Bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this fact. film was taking place in what 97? Hence the Millennium. Do you know the Millennium was 18 years ago, Tom? Mm. That wasn't. How <laughs> 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 was it 18 years ago? 18, 18 oh, years and oh, six months ago, mate. Yeah, that was which, when the Millennium was. You remember it like it was yesterday, but that doesn't mean it was <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it wasn't. Right, that's. What do you think of that? What do you think of that sequence? I don't mind it. Don't mind it, mate. I enjoyed it. No, I liked it. Looks like, like something I, out of a I, different movie. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed true. the start of the film. I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah. Really enjoyed it. Anyway, question two. Done. Who fancies that? Mm, I'll take it. Okay. 11-year-old Tom Riddle was played by whose nephew? Ralph Fiennes. Correct. What does Ron call Dean when he sees him with his sister? What does Ron call Dean? Um... Tosser? Nope. No, Tom? It's, uh, it's something like snarky. No, it's flat git. He definitely calls him a git, but I can't git, remember the, yeah, can't remember it's, the a, it's a slick git. Slick, slick git. So it's, uh, it's two out of three for Patrick so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, one sec. Yep. Uh, which director turned down the chance to do this film in favour of doing Hellboy 2? Guillermo del Toro. Correct. Uh, what was Slughorn cutting before going to Hagrid's with Harry? Um, ten, no, tentacular, tentacular leaves. Correct. Yeah. Well done. Whew. I do like that bit where he's like, Harry, sir. <laughs> very, very funny. Four out of five so far, Patrick. Last question. What is in the small bowl on Dumbledore's desk? Oh, lemon sherbets. Correct. Five out of six for Pat. Well done. Thank you. Right, Thomas, are you ready for your questions? Yes, mate. Okay. To which village do Harry and Dumbledore apparate at the start of the film? I can't remember. Pat? Is it like Bubbly Babington or something? Yeah, it's so close. It's Budley Babbington. Budley Babbington. Normally I watch the film very close to doing the record and I feel like... Uh, you watched it a whole week ago. A whole week ago. Silly yeah. of you. Yeah. Uh, Cormac McLaggen wants to be what with Hermione after talking to Ron? On a first name basis. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you know what I mean. You want to call her by her first name? Is, that, is so that what you mean? stupid. <laughs> it's such a stupid line. I love it. Marcus Belby's uncle invented what potion? Wolfsbane. Correct. Hold on. Uh, which of Harry's spells hits Malfoy? Septum Simpera. Correct. Uh, what 
sort of magic does Tom Riddle ask Slughorn about? He asks him about mm-hmm. Wingardium Leviosa. Uh, it's incorrect, but it was a bludger, so yeah, well done, well, you get the point. Well Tom. <laughs> well judged. And <laughs> that was just such a poker moment where I had to look in your eyes. <laughs> that what, was tense. Yeah. What is the colour of the curse that kills Dumbledore? Uh, it's green. It's not. It's blue slash white in, in the film. It changed because it, it was a question in when we did the books. Mm. Yeah, that's why. I and the answer remember. was green for the books, yeah. which you got wrong. But in the film, it's like a bluey white sort uh, of That's uh, odd. It color. should be green. It should be green. It was not green. green. I didn't notice that. So unlucky Tom. So that, I believe, was Because it's a very green six. film. There's a green tint on mm. the... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got four out of six there, so it's five four to Pat now. Yeah. We have snitches, but I've done I've done the snitch a little differently. Mm-hmm. Now the snitch would be worth ten points. Okay. But you're gonna get one each. And uh Pat won the toss and chose, so Tom I'm gonna give you choice. There are three questions you can choose from. Okay. Would you like number one, two, or three? Two, please. You'd like two. Okay. Here's your snitch question. Okay. Actually, no. I'm going to save you till last. Okay. Pat, Mm -hmm. one or three? One. You want one. Okay. Ken, what is the link between this film and the sitcom Friends? And I'll tell you, it's tenuous. (laughs) (laughs) The link between this and Friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Ron and Hermione were on a break. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go into more detail. It's to do with the uh, grading of the film. Hmm. They're both. They're both A plus piece <laughs> of entertainment. <laughs> you mean like the color grading, right? Color grading. Yes. Yeah, they're both quite green. They both. Uh, they both use a certain piece of post production technology that changes the color of the sky. Ron no. and Hermione are the, there uh, the, for I Harry. Mean, the, no, but the, you're not out of it yet. The answer is the colour palette of the film was inspired by the artist Rembrandt. And, of course, the band The Rembrandts did the theme oh. to Friends. Now, Tom, your question. That was awful. What was the, what was the fake m- working title seen on clapperboards? Oh, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this has come up before. Um... I don't. I don't know. I, don't, I generally don't know. Pat, was it champion? It's champion. Okay, and then the final snitch that goes to both of you. Okay. How many cast members are listed on the IMDb page for this film? Okay. You got yours. Yeah. Uh, Tom. Thirty-seven. Fifty-four. It's ninety-five. Pat wins it. Get away from my daughter, you <laughs> snitch! <laughs> <laughs> In, the, in my head, I went to the 50s, and then I went, no. And then I went 37, and then I settled on 37. you got to think all the people that are, like, 96. listed as extras and stuff. I'm, I'm shocked at actually how low that is, considering you would have thought if there yeah. were, like, lots of young actors at the time that wanted mm. to still be actors, they would have definitely lifted it on there. IMDb. Oh, I suppose, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of yeah, like it's, uh, it's the, when they're all around yeah. Dumbledore's body. That's mm. a large crowd. Mm. And I guess all those people might, you know, they don't have lines, but they will update their IMDb to say they are in the movie. No, exactly. Uh, it, yeah, a, a, good, a fair portion of it is uh, brackets uncredited. Right. Um, but they're listed on the IMDb page. Wow. 95. Mm. There you go. Okay, nice. so Pat is on an... What, so what's the score now? We need to work that out. Yeah. Have I just taken the lead? I no, d- no, I, I think three ahead of you two I, shows. Ago, I, think, I think I think, I think so. I think you're one, one behind. Oh mate! Yeah. Oh my word! Jesus, this is getting exciting. <laughs> I is. can't believe I because this Tom back. ran away with the books. Yeah. yeah. Then the introduction of the mini sewed. Yeah. Oh, it's a game changer. It's been good for me. Well, guys, I hope you're enjoying this as much as we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so hot. It's so, so warm, warm in this room. Apologies, by the way, if you've heard the fan in the background. Uh, yeah, he had his phone on. <laughs> 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 
That is a good joke. Tom I'm not have. sure if the bit where Mike's phone went off is going to stay in. I think it will be cut, but... Uh, uh, the, the explanation is Mike's in the room and he's a fan and his phone went off a while ago and that's a brilliant joke from yeah, Tom. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I mean, it's now been explained by both of you, but thanks. <laughs> we're all, we're all... Mike, do you want to explain it? <laughs> well, what happened? <laughs> Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. If you do want to get in touch with the show, uh, listen to the last link um, when someone will do it, not patronisingly, like somebody <laughs> did it last week. Uh, they'll do it in a nice day. It might be Joe, it might be me, we might even get Mike to do it. Um, <laughs> thank you so, so much. Um, this has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. Uh, once again, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter and Facebook at AATTAPod, or you can on email, we're AATTAPod at gmail.com. If you want to leave a review, that would be great, or a recommendation where you uh, give us a backhanded compliment, that would be lovely as well. Uh, we will be back next week with episode 22, another mini episode. Until then, have a wonderful rest of your week. Good night, guys. Good night. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. That was fine. That was fine, Tom. It wasn't. No, you're fine. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of After All This Time Always, with me, your host, Patrick Holland. Podcast. (laughs) Yes. I I was going to bring that up, mate. Um, Go on. That sounds like we, we're a spin-off of another brand <laughs> that's already, like, like After All This Time Always is a TV show. Welcome to After All, All This Time Always podcast. They already know it's a podcast. Some don't. Wow, I mean, How we are, we're, this is we happens. haven't even introduced ourselves and this is like an airing of grievances. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be a peeve. <laughs> I, I've never liked the fact that you say podcast. <laughs> Why? It's the, it's the, it's a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you don't need to say it. But it's the rhythm of the thing. Guys, hey, let's I thought, not, let's I not thought fight. I did a really good job of introducing. <laughs> I introduced the show myself. I threw to you for your name. And, you, and the first thing you said was podcast. Yeah, just in case. Because <laughs> other people probably listening. What's, what's going on? They're already, they're already shocked. To? Well, they're already shocked that Pat's doing it. And then they're going, hang on. We're blowing minds. He says episode 21, but this is clearly episode one of a new show. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not a podcast. With me, your host, Patrick Holland. I'm joined today by my co-host, Tom Toll. Do it again, do it again, do it again. I'm not saying podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 